3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law.
0: See
2: terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign.
4: Hi, I'm Mike, founder of dollarshaveclub.com. What is dollarshaveclub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades an aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and ten blades? Your handsome-ass grandfather had one blade, and polio. Looking good, pop-up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need, and stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are going to ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not
2: working. What are you doing now? Working.
4: I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com, and the party is on. I know ride. I know jiu-jitsu and drive like am so to see you, see you.
3: If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
2: The following program contains coarse language, adult themes, and references to Amish vampire porn. Listener discretion is advised.
6: Packard, you are listening to us live on radio.com It's very important now that we specify .com, apparently. Uh, but this is Juxtaposition, and we are live. And hope everybody's having a great Saturday night. I hope everybody enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Um, mine was kind of different. We actually went and hung out with my... Uh, dad and stepmom side of the family which i haven't really done in like 20 some odd years because the ex always wanted to do things with her side of the family so everybody was like oh my god you showed up oh my god your kids are so big oh my god one of your kids has a kid yeah things change when you're not really allowed to go anywhere for twenty-some years anyway so yeah it was fun
2: (laughs) boy Matt is sure grown yes she was born
6: (laughs) so yeah how how was your how was your thanksgiving sir
2: it, it was great. I did, I did the usual. I fed the uh, fed mom, fed the neighbors who don't have families around, went down and went to feed at the uh, community center, and uh, they decided, you know what, we're fully staffed, and you, why don't you, you – I, I was obviously in pain because if you haven't been in pain, I had a tooth flare up and things going going on this week. So they said, if you could just do us a favor and cut the pies, and you can go home. I said, absolutely. But, no, it was great. It was – um. Very uh, very thankful for a lot of my blessings. So,
6: very, very nice. Very aside
2: nice. from the stuff going on with the tooth, um, great year. Excellent year. So very thankful for all that.
6: Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as saying that I've had, have, I've had a great year, but it's been a great reset year for me, I guess is what I'm going to call it, because I got a lot of shit figured out, got a lot of stuff ironed out, and uh, kind of moving things back in the right direction again. Now that
2: I'm saying it out loud, I'm probably jinxing it, but we're going to hope not. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I mean, that's when, uh, um, you know, you've got to have your reset year, and then uh, after that, then you get to have your good times. But
6: yeah, so it, I mean, it was definitely an, a nice change. What do, you, what,
2: do you, what do you... The Angry Skype noises is a song I wanted you to play at the outro. Or at the commercial break, so... Okay. I meant to do that before, and I forgot to hit enter.
6: <laughs> I was like... Am I getting the
2: angry scab noise? What did I forget? <laughs> so you know, I wouldn't do that if we were on Discord. We got to work on Discord. You know, yeah. Anyway, we keep um, talking about it. Well,
6: actually, give me probably about another week because I'm planning. Now that I have my house back, once I get my room somewhat put back together, I plan on moving my studio back in there, and then we can actually start working on shit in my off time because I won't have a million other things that I have to do. So
2: yes, you won't have. Interlopers and intruders and or you will, but whatever. Anyway.
6: <laughs> but yeah, so that that that's one thing I am thankful for. They finally have their house almost completely put together. They got almost they they have all the septic stuff run. They have almost all the plumbing done. She's got like two more hoses she's gotta fix in the kitchen and she's good. So considering it started basically as a raw piece of property. <laughs> Right. And it's taken almost a year and a half to get it to, to the point where it's livable. I'm glad it's finally done. one thing. Two I'm, weeks. Yeah, well, I knew better when she said that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's everything. it is. um the money pit.
6: Well, no, I mean, honestly, we had that conversation, though. She was convinced. Because the first thing she was going to do was she was just going you know, to sleep good. in her car for like a weekend. Like a weekend. I was like, no. And then she's like, well, I can probably have everything at least livable if I just put a shed or something out there within like two weeks. And I'm like, you're not sleeping with your grandchild in a storage building while I have a house. Right. And then that's when everybody got upset with me because they were like, if she's willing to go do it, why won't you let her? I said, because if somebody let me do that with my grandchild, I would, I would hope somebody would shoot me. <laughs> right. Anyway, so enough about that. But it's over now. Oh God! Now I have Wilson Phillips in my head. I think
2: that's who sings that song. Anyway, I hate you right I, now. I don't. I, you know, it, it wasn't me. It was not intentional. <laughs> but it's over now. I now, hate you. <laughs> stop! God damn it! Yes, no warriors, guns, and money. That is a Wednesday night song. This is tonight. We're talking about tonight. We're talking about the government or the new world order or um, big pharma, whatever. We are talking about chemtrails. Embrace
6: the power of and.
2: Yeah, embrace. Yeah, all the above. But yes. so chemtrails.
6: Uh-huh. Yes. Go, go ahead. No, I was going to say, jump it in. So, so, so chemtrails. So interesting thing about chemtrails. There's, 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 there's chemtrails and there's contrails, and for the longest time, they they've been conflated. But the the interesting thing that I find. And and this is, everybody that tries to debunk this stuff always says, well, there's always been contrails, and there are always going to be contrails, but there never were contrails that hung around for 14 hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, okay, you can argue, as we've gotten older, jets are flying higher. So when you get into the, you know, fourteen to 30,000, or, you know, okay, let's call it twenty to 40,000 foot range, okay, you you have an argument I mean it's not just you know your standard 15 20,000 foot contrails that are coming off your turboprops or you know your small jet engines that are just you know blown apart relatively quickly and fall to the earth relatively quickly when you're up at that height altitude yes they can stretch out they can last for a while um, because you have different forces in play but to the point, air traffic doesn't generally follow a grid pattern.
6: See, that's always been one of my things with it, too. Because when you notice these things, it's like there's there's like a grid pattern involved with it. And I'm like, that's not how air traffic works. I've worked yeah, they for usually
2: fly a pretty straight corridor.
6: <laughs> I mean, I've worked for an airline. That's not how air traffic works. Right.
2: Yeah, it's... So, okay, we're not saying that all... Contrails or chemtrails. That's stupid because, um, you know, contrails are actually a thing. They always have been. And while at higher altitude, uh, you know, when they're aloft, they will remain a lot longer. But um, yeah, like I said, it's the things you see with it that's different. It's not just like, oh, hey, look, contrails. And they're hanging around for an hour and a half. Sure. But like I said, grid patterns, you know, very specific kind of like crop dusting patterns um, have been w- observed. And that's when you kind of have to go, you know, uh, both can be true. Well,
6: I mean, well, that's just it. Both, the thing about it is both are true. But right. if you if you listen to the media, the, only, the this is all contrails. And the reason that I say that that is a bunch of Bravo Sierra, since I am trying to be a little cleaner than average, uh, <clears throat> is because of the fact that That there are way too many different things that we know that they're trying to do with chemtrails that nobody wants to admit to.
2: Well, and here's the thing is that it's not even that they don't admit to it. They actually say it out loud. So in one hand, you have the media saying, oh, there's no such, you know, the paid corporate media saying, oh, there's no such thing as chemtrails. And on the other hand, you have scientists talking about geoengineering. Which has been around for a very long time, and when I was a kid, when we would have drought years in California, you would hear about them seeding the clouds to increase the snowpack to have more runoff in the summer. You, know, this is geoengineering. This is shooting silver oxide or you, you frozen carbon dioxide dry, ice, you know, but dry ice particles, seeding the clouds with them in order to get them to precip thus raining and snowing and creating, you know, creating water. And this isn't new. This is old tech. This is like, you know, done out of prop engine airplanes at the time, tech. And you, you can't deny it because there's hundreds of thousands of articles on the topic of its efficacy, of its, you know, concerns and everything else.
6: No, I mean well well that's just it. And the reason I wanted to do this topic honestly is I had a friend of mine that I have known for forever who still works for the airline that I used to work for who brought this up via text message and he said he was in a he was in a social media conversation with somebody about chemtrails, and he's like everything that i can find says it's been debunked and the, the idea that the government would do something that could be this harmful is just stupid. So th- this was back this was actually this the same night we were doing the, one of the last jokes, positions we did, where we were talking about, like the what was it? I can't remember the name the name of the island because I don't have the new Plum name. Island. Yeah, and I'm
2: like, which so, is funny because Plum Island comes up a lot when you're talking about not uh, Plum Island itself, but the new Plum Island yeah. in Kansas. Uh, that comes up a bit in the conversation as well.
6: So I started sending him all the research from Plum Island. and I'm like, so you don't think the government ever does anything that could be harmful? Have you ever read any of this stuff? He's like, that's just a bunch of conspiracy theories. I'm like, really? Because everything we've ever thought was a conspiracy, conspiracy theory lately has been found to be pretty damn accurate.
2: Well, even, okay, so if you're still talking with him about it, and this is kind of something we're going to bring up later, is the uh, U.S. government's bioweapon uh, test on the city of San Francisco.
6: That could explain a few things.
2: Well, it actually explains a lot, but, you know, we're going to get to that one later, too, but... Um, So, yeah, so taking the contrail part of it out of the conversation, when you're talking about chemtrails, you have two schools of thought, and they're they're not mutually exclusive. You have the geoengineering, which is what's good for the environment. I'm going to air quote good on that. And then you have the bioengineering, Um, and that's whether uh, chemical or bio. biological agents are being sprayed now you can even go as our chemtrails real well that's the very concept behind crop dusting it's the equipment exists it's not like it's you know some you know oh this is some super secret tech no this is i mean you can put it on in the airplane yeah, no, and I- have it spray out whatever you want to have it spray out
6: well, and that was actually one of the points that I tried to make to him. I was like, you know, you, if you really think about it, the, the equipment's been around for forever because that's basically what crop dusting is, is very low chemtrails. <laughs> because it's the same concept. Right. It's, like, it's not the same thing. I'm like, well, technically it kind of is because it proves that it could be done.
2: But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, now, you know, it's like I said, You know, when talking about, about cloud seeding... Um, yeah, there's three basic things that you use in it. You use silver iodide, potassium iodide, or dry ice, which is solid carbon dioxide. Uh, you can always use liquid propane for it too. And what these do is they produce high crystals, ice crystals, at higher temperature, and then your water vapor connects to them, and then that creates clouds, which cre- or increases the density of clouds, which then causes the water vapor to fall. Um, This has actually been considered potentially a um, can be weaponized. Um, uh, uh, You could actually use this to affect, and it was actually used um, by the United States in North Vietnam to um, try to create more rain to hamper NVA and Viet Cong movements.
6: Sorry, I was I was trying to fix it so that noise would stop, because now I remember why I was on Do Not Disturb.
2: That was mine, not yours.
6: No, it was both of them.
2: Oh, okay.
6: <laughs> because I got the same pop up you did. I was like, now I remember why I was on Do Not Disturb, though. <laughs> I kind of forgot that I put myself Thank on. Thank
2: you, it. Discord. I should turn my speaker again. Okay. So anyway, that is um, so. <laughs> so the seeding of the clouds, like I said, has been used as a weapon in the past, and it's it, there's concern among it that it can carry the same level of effect as nuclear weapons can. In the you know the nuclear winter thing is that it's you, weather modification. You, when you're looking at modern weapons, hyper accuracy is the Norm, you know, where you have, you know, smart bombs, smart everything um, for very precise targeting. Um, weather is the exact opposite of that. So you, you can't control where, I mean, unless you're on a peninsula like Vietnam, you really can't control what's going to happen with, you know, if you're trying to, uh, you know, flood out Afghanistan and all of a sudden you ruin the crops in Pakistan and then the CIA doesn't get their poppies and, you know, how are they going to move their heroin?
6: No, heroin means the the White House can't afford $50,000 toilet seats anymore, man. Come on.
2: (laughs) Right. So. (sighs) But no, I mean, so –
6: well, well, just just to, just to kind of stop right there for a second, because the weather-altering implications are some of the scariest things that I have ever heard of when I started. And this isn't the first time that I've really looked into chemtrails because it's been something that I've been interested in for quite some time. Um, I still don't really buy into the theory that it's happening through most of the commercial airlines because there's way too many things in place for that, but I do think that it is still happening. I think it's I think it's being done through a lot of military applications because, like you said earlier... The, the, the airline industry, I mean, they basically have highways in the sky they have to stick to, so it wouldn't work. Right. Um, military can basically fly anywhere they want, uh, so can private planes. But but the application or the idea, and, and this goes back to the whole, the whole climate change theory, the application or the idea that we can be smart enough to change something positively when it comes to nature with the little, with the limited time that we've been on this planet – to, to to have the gall to think that we're the ones that are making things worse and that we can somehow make them better is just stupid to me because we don't even understand half of what we're doing when we start well, trying it, to see clouds and everything else that they've tried to do because none of it's worked the way they've expected it to work.
2: None of it. Right. It, you know, it's like they tried one. I mean, they're, they're, this is called promising new technology, but you know the, the hell of unintended consequences – uh, in the 2021, the UAE tried to use new technology with drones equipped with uh, electric charge emitting instruments to um, to charge the atmosphere in order to uh, produce rainstorms um, worked, but they were significantly more powerful rainstorms than they expected. So it's just, it's like, okay, for those of us old enough, we remember in the 70s where the fear was global cooling in an impending ice age, where they wanted to put soot over the poles to reflect the sunlight or to uh, absorb the sunlight to melt the poles. Now, flash forward fifteen years from that point, the melting the poles is bad. So, it's it's good that we're not good at this stuff. We're not better at it that you. Know, we're not you know, some Bond's fucking supervillain um, because this is. These are bad ideas, guys, and we keep fucking with it.
6: Well, that's my biggest problem, though, because as technology gets better, we are going to eventually become the bomb supervillains we've always wanted to be, and we're going to wind up destroying the planet. Right. (laughs) And it's it's terrifying to think about. I mean, just to kind of overview the different things that, that chemtrails have attempted to be used for, we're talking about climate control in general changing the temperature or, or leveling the temperature, weather control so, you know, rain snow uh, actual, like, chemical warfare <laughs> I mean, right. the, the, this is all bad this uh, this is all bad, and to think that there's no way I mean, and, and this is the, and again, I'm really trying not to, not to go back to this because Stacy and I talk about it all the time and sometimes I feel like we talk about it too much But with everything that we now know about COVID and the government involvement in COVID, to think that they're not somehow involved in this because they think it's a great idea is just dumb to me. Because anything they think is great is usually, I'm sorry to say, it's fucking stupid normally. And it's usually something that's going to wind up being bad for us. This has been no different because everything they've tried to do with it has either not worked or worked too good. Or too well. Sorry for the bad grammar. Um, but it's just, I. The more I read about this, the more I'm just like, "There's, there's no way this isn't happening.
2: There's no way." Well, I mean, it, it, it all makes sense when you realize that we are the carbon they want to reduce. So when you look at things like that, then uh, you know suddenly it's clear. But <laughs> so. Getting continuing on with the uh, geoengineering thing, it's um, the the other thing they want to do is solar um, geoengineering, and not to, just as a weapon, but in general, to where this is falls under the uh, climate hysteria again, but can also be weaponized, is to where you're trying to cut down the strength of the sunlight hitting the Earth in your area, like if you have unseasonable warming in an area to seed the atmosphere with particulate matter that will reflect the sunlight to uh, dial it down a little bit. And again, not knowing how the wind is going to blow at any given moment, while you may be trying to cut down a heat wave in the UK, you have all of a sudden – killed all plant life in France because you blocked out the sun for a few days. You know? so I mean, that's an extreme, but just to give you an idea of, you know, the, again, this is something that's like, hey, this could benefit mankind, but we suck at it.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, and that's just it. I'm not saying they don't have great intentions with the ideas. It's just the simple fact of the matter is we still don't understand enough about those things that we're messing with. But... I mean, but I mean, these are things, and I, I guess the thing that drives me the most crazy about everybody saying there's no way this is a thing, China's admitted to doing it already. Yeah. <laughs> so, even if we're not the ones doing it, if China's doing it, going back to the whole climate, this is, we live in an enclosed system. So anything China's doing is going to eventually impact us one way or the other anyway.
2: Yeah, that's when you get into the climate debate and you say, well, the U.S. has to reduce its emissions. I say, so why, when China just ramps theirs up by 30%. <laughs> you know, all we're doing is just making ourselves a second third world country, so that way China, could China ain't. You know, they're coming out of that. Or they were. But but when it comes to geoengineering, a recent Pew survey asked U.S. adults whether they thought it could uh, reduce climate change or, you know, make a difference. Um a large almost universally well i don't want to say universally it was for 53 so it's split but a large percentage says that no is it's not going to make a difference you know that goes with cloud seeding and solar engineering um obviously it falls along political lines um along with age as well yeah it's those who have seen this movie time and time again, Gen X and older, are skeptical about its efficacy, and you know it's not even a top concern amongst the top two generations. So it's just again the fact that they're polling on it. and This was Pew. This wasn't just like some random community college somewhere that you know to say, "Hey, what do you think about geoengineering?" You know, seventy-three percent of people said I never fucking heard of it, and those who had, you were probably like, "No, nah, that's a bad idea. It's not going to help." Don't do it.
6: Well, the other interesting side note of a, of a similar poll is 53% of America believes that there actually is some form of Kim um, Cho usage now. Right. <laughs> so, um, so the funny thing is the majority of since 2013, the majority of Americans believe that, that this is actually a thing. Um, and again, it's because there's been too many places where they've admitted it and then they've tried to walk it back. Which is the which is the funniest thing ever? Because they'll the like one like one hand will admit to it, and the other hand says, "Oh no, that's not actually a thing." And you're like, oh, "Too late, you already told us it was." And then you've got places like China that are like, "Oh yeah, our 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 pollution's so bad, we're actively trying to clean it up using things that we're putting into the atmosphere."
2: Right? Yeah, we're, we're making the soot fall. You know? kind of, Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing. They've said the quiet part out loud so many times that everyone knows that to some extent chemtrails are real. But, you know, it's whether you you believe what they're doing or not. But, I mean, everybody knows about cloud seeding. Everybody knows about crop dusting. Everybody knows – well, not everybody, but a, a significant portion know about geoengineering in some form or another, whether it be solar or cloud or whatever. So, yeah, you know. For the media to keep saying, oh, chemtrails aren't real, and then, in, you know, on page three, they talk about seeding the clouds, that's...
6: Well, that's just the media proving that they think everybody's stupid. Oh, hang on. Right. Uh, that's not supposed Did to Did you just idea. walk
2: out into a windstorm? No, hang on. Oh, you were playing... Okay.
6: I was trying to get that loaded and realized I forgot to beat the site
2: first. <laughs> that's right.
6: I was like, wait a minute.
2: Well, we are coming into break time anyway. I was
6: going to say, we are coming into that time, so we might as well take the break now and then come back and get into the really scary stuff
2: that we haven't gotten to yet. Sure. Love it. Scary stuff (laughs) is what we do.
6: Alright, ladies and gentlemen You are listening to Juxtaposition Right here live on KLR Radio We are talking chemtrails Pretty much everything about them Anything you wanted to know Some of the things you didn't want to know And we're going to get more into the Probably things you didn't want to know On the other side of the break Because it's it's pretty scary stuff But all that and more When we come back, stay tuned
2: Oh, this is a great song I I didn't realize what you sent me With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade
6: The bastards hung me in the spring of
4: 25
2: But I am still alive
3: You are listening to KLR Radio, where liberty and reason still reign.
4: Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome-ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop-up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not
2: working. What are you doing now? Working.
4: I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com, and the party is on. I know karate, right. I know jiu-jitsu and drive like a game. So when I'm coming to see you, see you.
0: My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, Think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370 That's 800-910-1370 Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370.
3: If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
2: I went aloft to furrow the mainsail in a blow.
0: And when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed. But I'm living still.
1: I was a damn builder across a river deep and wide, where steel and water did collapse
6: Juxtaposition Live, right here on KLR, Radio R, every other Saturday, foray into the weird, the unexplainable, the unusual, and tonight we've been talking chemtrails. So we've kind of given you kind of the backstory of what they are, what they are commonly known to be used for, and we're going to take things in the juxtaposition direction now, because now you're going to find out some really weird things they've used them for, and some pretty scary things. So, uh, first one could explain quite a bit of what's actually... Probably happening in San Francisco today, uh,
2: right.
6: <laughs> because they've lost their minds, and this could be why.
2: Yeah, I mean, and this goes back. I mean, the, one of the first. Um, <laughs> okay, so if y'all know about Operation Paperclip, where we brought Nazi scientists back to the United States to utilize them, and there's some really Plenty memes about that going on on Twitter right now in regards to Alyssa Milano buying a Volkswagen. Anyway. um, Dude, I died when I heard that. I was like, are you kidding me? I, uh, that was fantastic. So, starting in the 1950s, the uh, U.S. military uh, ran on several operations around the United States, and these were under Project Naomi and um, Project Clo- Cloverleaf, later to be. Found out were uh, sub projects of MK Ultra. And we've talked about these a little bit when we did a uh, primer on MK Ultra, but in one of these was Operation Sea Spray. And in September 26, 1950, a US Navy minesweeper spent six days spraying the what was thought to be benign bacteria, Serrata I'm going to butcher this, Cerata uh, marcinus, uh, habitable, in, in, into the air. Two miles off the Northern California coast. And what they were trying to do is track its progress throughout the uh Bay Area to see if you know, how bioweapons could be used against the US population. And this bacteria is known because when it becomes prevalent, it usually it was thought to be harmless, usually infecting food, and it would become a very bright red um When it infected something, when it was active, it would turn very bright red. So um, a few days later, the military went and took samples from 43 sites around the Bay Area and found out that not only had the bacteria spread throughout the city itself, but also the surrounding suburbs of San Francisco. And during this test, residents in these areas would have inhaled millions of these bacterial spores. And tests showed later um, that that this would be... How germ warfare could be used against the United States, because this would be during you know the start of the Cold War. Now, the downside of this was, unknown at the time, this bacteria has a tendency to cause urinary tract infections. And, um, but an outbreak was so rare... That once San Francisco was hit with an outbreak where 11 local residents were checked in the Stanford Hospital complaining of UTIs and one of them died who had just uh, been diagnosed with prostate cancer, that um, this actually caused down the road the exposure of the program itself.
6: So, so, again, this goes back to what we were talking about in the very beginning of the program. These are people using what they thought was a harmless bacteria to track how bioweapons could, you know, be impacted by wind patterns, storm patterns, etc. And they wind up getting people sick and someone dies, all because they don't really understand the entire scope of what they thought was a harmless bacteria. This is
2: why all of this is a stupid idea. And and it kept going. It was actually, you know, as much as Nixon is reviled by almost anybody who doesn't know, he was the one who put a stop to these types of tests in general. He put a stop to all germ warfare testing, you know, as a weapon, you know, and in that shut these programs too down as well. But they continued, like we covered in the MKUltra episode, they continued on for quite some time after. And one of the later projects of uh, – one of the later aspects of project Cloverleaf was for them to, through the use of chemtrails, aerosol spray out of airplanes, was to release a relatively mild flu strain. And if you were to get the flu, if you got the flu, there were TV ads saying, hey, if you have the flu, call this number. And um, it was a way – For them to track the uh, progression of this particular strain of flu and this was actually how they uh, developed Tamiflu as uh, resistance to germ warfare Uh, but still again using a biological agent on the American people through aerosol spray just to see if it works but yeah none of this
6: is real though bro it never happened
2: no this doesn't happen
6: None of this ever happened. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, man, I swear. I mean, but so again. So, well, first of all, the o- the only upside is they did create Tamiflu. I've actually used Tamiflu before, so. <laughs> I
2: mean, well, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's, if it wasn't for the military-industrial complex sending someone to the moon for the, you know, the rah-rah-rah of uh, you know winning the space race, we wouldn't have Velcro or Tang. So yes. Bad things can come you know, good things can come from bad people. Thank you, Werner von Braun. Uh, but still um, I'm, I'm people gonna, I'm died gonna, I'm
6: gonna call from, from, I'm gonna call shenanigans on Velcro though. We got that from
2: Roswell.
6: Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but
2: But so so again, you know, people died from this flu as well. Um, relatively benign strain of the flu. You know, hey, if you have flu like symptoms, call this number. Um, people still died from it just like the guy who died from a UTI who had prostate cancer for, you know, it's that whole breaking a few eggs to make an omelet thing.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, how many times has that argument been made throughout history though? Anytime there's some, somebody trying to strive for some big scientific breakthrough, it, 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 there, it there's no way that it's good that, that we can save everybody, but maybe we can save more people later if we use, if we do this now like, hmm, I just, I don't know. That, that that kind of stuff always terrifies me because it reminds me of the whole, you know, the from, you know, the Star Trek universe, the whole eugenics war thing, which was basically somebody trying to make humanity better. Uh-oh, I think I'm losing Ordi.
2: No, I'm here. Am I here? Yeah. Can you hear me? You're still here. Okay. All right. Now, uh, yeah, my internet's been kind of spotty this evening for some reason. <laughs> Jeff, I broke some eggs to make some kids, but never an omelet. Um, <laughs> that's good. I like that. Nice. How do you like your eggs scrambled or fertilized? So, <laughs> another thing that you know, some going with you know going deep into the uh, you know the the true believers of the uh, chemtrail theory. One of the things that they cite is since the shutdown of the HARP program, which Was also another favorite of Coast to Coast AM while it was still going was the high altitude atmospheric um, RP whatever it was it was up in Alaska it was was supposed it was tied to the whole geoengineering thing too and it was you know a lot of conspiracy theories came from that too because it was pretty secretive and um, yeah so with the their claim is in the conjunction with the bioengineering and the shutting down of the HARP that whatever they were doing together has set things off balance and has actually drained the population of their energy and that since shutting down of harp there has been a five thousand percent increase in the sale of energy drinks
6: weird oh because you weren't i blame
2: jaeger bombs but um
6: yeah oh by the way it was high altitude research project
2: yeah thank you High Altitude Atmospheric Research Project. Yeah, the, the RP just escaped me for a minute. That's because I had my holiday eggnog before the show. No, it's because you were thinking
6: of the retirement program, probably. That, too. <laughs> oh, eggnog.
2: I guess I joined harp this year.
6: <laughs> I, need, I need to get some more eggnog. Thank you for reminding me.
2: You know, get the Pennsylvania Dutch uh, Brothers or whatever, the Pennsylvania Dutch blend. It's, it, it has rum, bourbon, and brandy in it. And it's not high proof, but the flavor is fantastic. Anyway,
6: gonna have to check that out.
2: Yeah, you do.
6: So, speaking of you know the whole eugenics war from Star Trek, there's another scary thing that may or may not be happening with chemtrails. So, did you know these things may be being used to change our DNA?
2: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of the idea. <laughs> so, so
6: again, we, are, we we currently may be living through an even bigger version of what they did to San Francisco in the 50s in a more terrifying way because they don't really understand what it is that they're doing.
2: Well, and as you know, talking about the Plum Island two weeks ago, yeah, this one... A lot of the uh chemtrail conspiracy or a lot of the chemtrail theories revolve around uh, the new DHS uh biological warfare center uh set to be built in Kansas known as the National Bio and Agro Defense Facility because having Plum Island is not enough they need to have one in the heartland too. Hmm yeah no. <laughs> Because let's put one right in the middle of America's breadbasket. It's really a good way to fuck around and find out.
6: Yeah, unfortunately, I think we're starting to reach the fuck around and find out threshold.
2: But you see, a lot of these agents um, were allegedly sold to Saddam Hussein and used on American troops. That is what is known as Gulf War Syndrome now. And then you also have uh, Morgillian's disease and various other um, aspects of new mysterious diseases that have come about through, uh, supposedly, that are widespread enough that it could have only come from aer- aerosolized spray from high altitude.
6: So, well, ag- again, okay. you know, just just putting this into perspective for people that think this isn't even a thing, it's... It, in nineteen ninety six, apparently they were trying to use They were trying to use the same concept of chemtrails to do aerosolized vaccinations. But this isn't a yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I mean that's it's that reminds me. I mean, this whole thing reminds me of the movie Serenity, which was based off of you know which was the alleged the set which should have been the second season of Firefly uh, but they because the show got canceled they made a movie instead and it was um, the planet Miranda where they put a pacification agent into the terraforming process so that would just you know make people calm and complacent and they ended up just laying down and dying. Oh, yeah. Except for that that became Reavers, but but that's something else. Uh, but yeah, so in this kind of the same thing, it's trying to make a better world. Whether Oh, we need, we want to make sure everybody's vaccinated, so we're going to aerosolize the vaccination. So that way we can get those crazy anti-vaxxers too, you know, because herd immunity isn't a thing. And, you know, we've got to make sure every, 100% compliance with vaccination.
6: kind of makes you wonder if they're not doing that already again now
2: <laughs> oh i have it yeah
6: especially with his with his with his rampant and his you know completely overbearing as they've been with the whole COVID thing i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if 20 30 years from now it comes out that we've all been vaccinated aerosol twice.
2: ideas so good they have to be forced at gunpoint
6: well so, well here's the thing and the reason the reason i say this now that i'm reading about this because this is one thing that i didn't the, it, with all my chemtrail research, this is something that I'd never heard of. But this would explain so much because we have it, worldwide since COVID, we have morticians reporting pretty much every time they try to prep a body for a funeral. Now they're having to drain blood from more than one place to make to make up for these fibrous, sometimes long, long, stringy fibrous tumors that are like coming from nowhere that they've never seen before. And it's all been basically since around the time that COVID became a thing. Now, whether that's a reaction to having COVID or a reaction to having COVID and then having the vaccine or just having the vaccine, nobody really knows yet. But this has become a worldwide phenomenon. At this point, several different people that, have done, that do embalming have reported that it's now less common to find people that don't have the tumors than do have the tumors when they're getting them ready for funerals. And this is all something that started happening since 2020. So,
2: well, and that, remi- okay. I don't know if you remember back in the old coast to coast days when they would talk about chemtrails. Because chemtrails kind of went away, they fell off the radar. And But if you remember, again, I couldn't because it was something that I was looking for hard because I wanted to bring it up because it was always something that fascinated me back in the time. And I couldn't find anything on it. But if you remember where in areas where people were seeing you know, unusual chemtrails, and I'm doing the air quote thing with my fingers even though you can't see it where you'd see the grid pattern or you know just unusual you know flight activity where people would report having strange fibers growing out of that you know it's kind of like really thick stringy hairs you know like if there some some hair had turned to cotton strand growing out of them you remember those Days yeah. back on Coast to Coast? I'm sure some of you in chat will.
6: Vaguely, honestly, if I remember right, there was
2: like an X-Files episode about that or something. There. That too, because X-Files was like pulling heavily from Coast to Coast AM at the time. You know, and so, but it's, uh, but that was, I mean, it. I, I distinctly remember them talking about it on Coast to Coast back in the mid-90s, when, again, when harp was a big thing too. So, but, and the two, what you describe clogging, um, the draining needles is kind of similar, except growing in instead of out.
6: Giant ingrown hairs—that would be creepy as fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kimmy just says she remembers that.
6: Ugh. But yeah, no, it just, it just made me think about that. And then, it, it was, then I'm, I'm wondering—you know—with as much as they've been harping up for everybody on everybody about vaccinations, what if they stopped taking no for an answer and reactivated that program? I yes.
2: I mean, obviously. Yes.
6: <laughs> that would be, that, that's terrifying to think about, though, really.
2: But, and the thing is, is that, I mean, this is why it's not smart, because, okay, so you're, even if you're not even using, you know, dead virus, you know, for, you know, your uh, vaccination, where you're just using, like, you know, mouse retroviruses or some shit like that, um, <laughs> it doesn't just fall on people it falls on your food it falls on other livestock it falls on wild animals and then that that's do you, do you want ebola because that's how you get ebola this is true this is yeah, because it's true. usually it's you know when you have these things when you get something like covid with that jump species you know it's very rare but it happens, you know, swine flu, and where you know it's it's usually you know it's harmless to one species, but then when it mutates enough where it can jump species, it's fucking fatal. And so you're you're spraying these vaccinations that meant for humans on cattle and sheep and rats and mice and you know bears and everything else. That then it mutates. Then you are presented with the wonderful world of the hell of unintended consequences.
6: Have you people not seen The Rats of
0: Nim? Come on now. Right.
6: (laughs) Sorry, that was actually one of my favorite movies as a kid.
2: (laughs) The Secret of Nim? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a happy story. Neither was Watership (laughs) Down. That is why we are the way we are. Traumatic childhood memories. Optimus Prime dying, Watership Down.
6: Dude, crime died. It's the fact that they killed him off in the stupidest fucking movie ever.
2: <laughs> the hor- the the horror said never ending story. Falcor wasn't. A anyway, horse. wait. So yes, and uh, fr, you're correct. The uh, KGB did set up American towns mm-hmm. in Russia to train them, where everything was Americanized, or to train them how to be American, how to blend in
6: speaking of that was actually one of my favorite rewatches i actually got to that episode on stargate sg1 where they like found oh
2: the yeah, yeah.
6: They, they found the 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 jaffa corn and cotton
2: are indigenous to america
6: <laughs> i forgot how much i i forgot how much i enjoyed the early show
2: yeah uh, it is, yeah it is, it, it is, it is funny. Yeah, Season season five season six were the best
6: and, but it, it, it's, it's funny because I've watched it so many times, but it's like, I, I, because I usually, it's one of those things where I just kind of leave it running though. So half the time I'll come back around to an episode I haven't seen in forever because I've slept through it. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one because <laughs> the last three times I've tried to watch it. It's been one of the ones I've slept through because it's been running while I've been asleep. <laughs> uh, but yeah.
2: Nice. Wow, this one went quick too. Yep, it and I didn't think we had a lot of material, but we were really able to uh, pack, it, you know, well, pack it full of jam.
6: Well, I mean, the thing about it is, we didn't have a lot of source material, but for this moment, neither one of us honestly really needed it because it's been something that we've been into for forever.
2: Well, <laughs> so. the thing is, like so many, so many episodes we've done recently, again with the MK Ultra, the Plum Island, uh, a lot of them, you know, everything's connected.
6: It's kind of scary when you really start doing a show like this and you realize how interconnected it all really is.
2: Well, the other thing is, is what was really scary is doing the research for this show, how much of it's been scrubbed. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to find the true believers. Everything is like the first five, six pages of a search, like on Brave too. not like something that you know is going to be suppressing, like, you know, Google. Um, There's still, you know... chemtrail theory debunked, chemtrail theory debunked, and you have to get to the fifth page before you find some just off-the-wall fucking website that you're like, okay, this thing was, you know, copied and pasted off of Geocities from 1997. And still, it's like, okay, this is what I was looking for. They have gone out of their way to scrub it. It's like when we were doing the Plum Island episode. A lot of the information on that had been, you know, kind of, I mean, not scrubbed, but it was very... You was, know, oh, it's, it's so much disinformation. Well, okay, but you know what? Why don't you tell me what the, what's being debunked? You say it's debunked. Why don't you tell me what you debunked?
6: Well, that's because you found out shortly after we did that episode that there's now a new one.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later, we find a new one in Kansas.
6: So, again, you know, considering the fact that Kim Cho stuff was widely available, way back in the day when the internet was first becoming a thing it it now it kind of makes me again wonder if it hasn't been something that they've revamped and started up again specifically yep. for something like COVID
2: um, Hey, stay with me on this one Mandela effect we're now in the timeline that didn't have chemtrails oh, that's creepy
6: why are you gotta blow my mind right at the end of the show
2: <laughs> <laughs> everything's connected we got to do another Man- no, not anytime soon we've done a lot of those, but we got to do another Mandela effect soon. Yeah,
6: I mean, probably. I mean, we probably will. It's usually something- we got to do one a year. I was going to say it's usually something we wind up doing around February or March every year,
2: anyway. <laughs> on my anniversary date, because for those of you who've been who weren't with the show at the very beginning, I was just a guest on this, and then Rick said we should do it. You know, I do. You know, the interplay. And I said this has never been done on a show like this and won't work. And three years later, here we are.
6: Yeah, juxtaposition actually happened by accident. <laughs> I was completely burned out one day and turned off the rails into a juxtaposition, and then Al called in, and we talked about some weird shit for like an hour, and everybody loved it, and I was like, okay, maybe I need to start doing this once every couple weeks. And then...
2: Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Al, did you do that replay last night?
6: I did not, Cause cause I up. I, 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 I fell asleep.
2: Okay. Why do we play it after this? Because I want to go to bed. Nah, we'll save it for another time. <laughs> I
6: was gonna say because I want to go to bed.
2: Okay. When we get the to- you're wondering about the replay that we're talking about is there was, uh, we had Al on one night for a uh, uh, doing um tales from the rock and roll graveyard. Uh, it was you know because he's big into music, so we did a show on um you know like uh Club Twenty Seven, you know all the musicians who died at the age of twenty seven and the Robert Townsend Hellhounds on His Tail and everything like that. So. Yeah, deals with the devil. Yeah, for fame and fortune.
6: Actually, since I didn't do it on Saturday, what I'll probably do since we're still pretty dead on Mondays right now, I'll probably run it Monday night sometime when I get when I get off work.
2: Okay, that'll be a pleasant surprise.
6: So, but yeah, because everything on Monday's been on hiatus for a while now, anyway. So I'm like, yeah, we can do that. Because yeah, I kind of felt bad yeah. because I woke up at like eleven thirty and I was like, shit. Like, but I'm not gonna put it on now because I, I rolled over i I like to sleep anyway. It was weird, because I I was up to like 9.30, because I got a notification about, I I saw Jeff in Discord talking about the website issue, and then he typed fixed, and then suddenly, like, the second he typed fixed, all the email chain that I've been trying to find for like the last week showed up all at once. So I started getting all these notifications, and it woke me up, but I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I was like, oh shit, it's 9.30. Uh, I can sit here for another 15 minutes. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that actually woke me up, too, because I, I, I went to bed early for the tooth pain. Plus, I had just drugged myself up all day that I hit a wall. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I got the bleep, the Discord bleep, and then I ran over and said, Fixed, I said, you're a rock star, and then <laughs> went back to bed. So, yes, Jeff, thank you for fixing the website, and uh, you're awesome. And also, thanks for the shout-out on Asgard North tonight, too. So, the uh, he, he talked about our... Um, month-long in our October juxtapositions where we deep dive into a month of uh, topics.
6: Month of creepy.
2: Month of creepy.
6: Alright, so before anybody says anything, no, they're not a sponsor, but we're gonna I'm I'm gonna plug something real quick. Um, I have completely got rid of Dish, but there were too many things that I hadn't been able to figure out how to watch without some sort of a, a TV subscription service, so I have been checking out YouTube TV for about two weeks now. For streaming, it's probably one of the best ones you're going to find, in my opinion, because it's the same price as almost all of them, but you can actually stream on up to three devices at a time, which means me and all my kids can be watching shit at the same time, and nobody has to fight over nothing, which is great.
2: <laughs> Alphabet is evil. Mom, Dad, don't touch it. It's pure evil.
6: <laughs> hey, I I only got it because it, 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 it's... Uh, no, I know. It's like a third it's, it's a third of what I was paying for dish with all the channels I usually
2: watched anyway. Sure. So. Now No, I I I haven't cut the cord yet on dish, but I'm close. I'm I'm really really close. I mean, and honestly, I I, just, I need to have I need to have more reliability for my ISP, probably about 10% more reliability and then I'll feel comfortable enough to do it.
6: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it gotten to the point where anytime there was bad weather, we were back to losing signal again anyway, and I'm not paying for the fucking protection plan. And I know there's that trick of put it on, take it back off, put it on, take it back off. But at the same time, I got to the point where I was paying almost $200 a month for TV, and I'm like, why? When I can get the same exact thing, and it had, I mean, so between that and the streaming services, though, because I have pretty much every streaming service known to man. So between that and all of those, I was paying almost $300 a month for TV. So by getting rid of that and finding something that gave me the access I was looking for, for about a third of the cost, um, I'm literally saving almost $150 a month, and I still have everything that I was used to. Sure. So,
2: yay. (laughs) Mike, Mike, is Starlink in your latitude yet? He's saying he'd love to do that, but he doesn't have a wired internet in his area yet. So check on that. Starlink
6: is uh, going to be a game changer when it becomes available.
2: I you know, I know we don't like to. I, I'm just going to because we're not doing culture shift or um the cyber chill right now. Uh, there's been a me- kind of a meme going around with uh Elon Musk buying Twitter and then Apple and Google threatening to drop the Twitter app because of it. Um, you know the thing was like you know go go start your own phone, and okay. I mean that's kind of is it, we've t- we talked about it on Cyber Chill back in the day. There are a lot, and Al's talked about it on uh, his various shows too. Um, there are a lot of open source Linux phone options coming online. None of them are ready for prime time yet. If you, if someone were to like like him were to get into the industry and just back it, give it a little bit of support behind it, um, Apple and Google would be done.
6: Well, I mean, the thing about it is, and, and this is true, I mean, because this is coming from somebody that has, that has had both an Apple and an Android phone now, um, I mean, I got really used to, to the Apple operating system, it's fairly intuitive, but at the same time, there's been no real inov- innovation with Apple since Steve Jobs has, has died. They, 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 they don't do anything new. They add, right. more, they add more memory space, or they put out a new color, or they add another camera, Everything's basically still the same as it was. Uh, so, sure, and I mean, an Android at this point is nearly the same thing. I mean, they they have lots of new bells and whistles on their phones, but to get the good ones, you got—I mean, unless you've, unless you want to pay a lease fee of X amount of dollars per month, you got to pay two thousand dollars to get a good phone. Who the hell wants to do that? When the hell did phones become so expensive that you have to lease them, and why?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I mean, my current phone right now—it's a. uh it's a $900 phone to buy it outright. Who the fuck is going to buy it? And, it, okay, you know what? I can probably get a laptop with a cell connection for cheaper. That's what blows my mind about it. But, yeah, no, Jeff made a good point, too. Um, SpaceX and T-Mobile just entered an agreement for uh, three months ago. And you know, the one thing I was thinking about with the uh, Elon phone, too, because you know that will connect straight to Starlink so that way you have a built-in satellite phone <laughs>
6: that would be kick ass no signal that would be kick
2: yeah no matter wherever you go there he, there's porn
6: <laughs> wherever you go there porn hubbies.
2: <laughs> yeah and he and Jeff did a lengthy uh, post on, or yeah lengthy post on chat lives matter dm nice Drop that over into the Discord too, if you feel so inclined. By the way, we have a Discord channel too, so.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: aware. Yeah, well, not you. I know you know. I'm putting it out there to the general audience. If you'd like to join our Discord channel, just DM one of us, myself or Jeff, will get you added. For a fee? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for a fee for eight dollars.
6: No, come on, it's got to be, it's got to be, it can't be more than seven it's got to be fair.
2: Eight <laughs> right, we're getting punchy.
6: Getting? <laughs> what the hell do you mean getting? <laughs> All right, here, folks, we are going to get out of here. Hope everybody enjoys the rest of your Saturday night. I'll be back first, well, actually I'll be back Monday night, I guess, running the board for the makeup for the, <laughs> the bonus episode that I slept through last night. Then I'll be back Tuesday night with whatever. So, yay, fun times. What do you got going on this
2: week, sir? Well, I'll be back Wednesday night for uh, Toxic Masculinity and then followed up with uh, you on um, Rick and Ordy. And then Thursday night I got Culture Shift with Brad where we are definitely going to be talking about the naked Chinese fire drill that is Disney. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, holy shit. Um, And uh, I'm sure something, some other fuckery has come up in the entertainment world
6: probably i'm sure so, that, i'm sure there'll be much probably. much more all right you guys enjoy the rest of your saturday night we are out thank you so much for joining make me
2: us.
6: excuse me what <laughs> i'm not gonna make you do anything go have another drink to you better. Hell
2: <laughs> no Hydra.